J and J. He's Justin, my he's... loving co-host. <laughs> and he's Jared, the other loving co-host. <laughs> we Constant are two co-host. leash dads. Yes, we are two leash dads that get together to discuss life while chained to their everyday responsibilities, like supporting our families. And this week's episode is time management. God, I don't even know if I want to talk about this now. This just sounds like a bad idea. How do we get into this? <laughs> I don't know. It was it was definitely a, it's a topic that we've been wanting to discuss. I want to discuss it because I'm not the greatest at this topic at all. And I'm hoping that I can learn from you, JJ, or I can learn from you guys when you send an email on how you deal with our time management problems or recommendations. Because I'll be honest right now, JJ, I suck at time management. Uh, I won't lie either. Uh, my time management skills definitely could use some work. I feel like I do well certain times. And then all the other times I go, <laughs> it's piss poor because I feel like certain days I feel like I haven't gotten anything done versus other days uh, where you feel very productive. Like for today, for example. But yeah, let me kind of talk about the time management in a weekly recap here. Um, very productive week for me, actually. Right? Oh, really? Okay. Mo- Monday through Wednesday, kind of the same old, same old work, blah, blah, blah. All right. And then... You know, it was a short week because of the holidays. So I felt kind of fairly productive, more productive. Um, one of my bosses asked me to do something for um, for us so we can get something rolling for the week, uh, like Wednesday here or this the upcoming Wednesday or past Wednesday before Thanksgiving so we could do some activities. Um, I, provi- I provided a list of small things to do, like trivia questions or like trivia games or possibly just ways to break up the day essentially and we ended up playing bingo so our bingo is based on how often we do or how many times we got like hang-ups or how many voicemails we got how many calls we were making in the entire day um did we speak to a decision maker things of that nature so it was it was a great way to keep us interactive without throughout the day thursday was thanksgiving right so everybody was probably either a staying at home cooking or be traveling to get to their respectful places they wanted to go to for Thanksgiving and family. And um, needless to say, went to, I went down south to Milwaukee area, uh, spent some thanks, much needed Thanksgiving time there with family. Um, ended up helping my dad a little bit with the turkey and other things that need to be cooked. Uh, but mostly we're just there because we haven't been like – my family as you know how we talked about last week where we were always trying to create your own activities right um right or do things elsewhere since family members are going off like cousins and things are finally going off and getting married and wanting to maybe start their own traditions or thanksgiving traditions things of that nature um or spend time with other family members so we ended up going down there it was great to see family and everything um kids had a blast i had a blast and well we came home friday didn't really do much ended up cooking uh some chicken stir fry with a friend i think we're actually going to try to make it a a yearly thing as well um maybe try to turn it into like a friendsgiving uh get people involved like get friends involved and whatnot um and it might not necessarily be on the friday or on black friday or the friday after thanksgiving uh but maybe sometime during the weekend 
as there, you know, people are still doing things with their other family members and so on and so forth. So it just worked out that uh, my friend and I, we were able to get together on Friday and just do that. Saturday, oh, Saturday was a fun-filled day. Um, start, you know, the morning was whatever. I kind of slept in a little bit because I don't know what's been going on, but sleeping in has been one of those things with this long weekend here recently. But Saturday afternoon, went over to my parents' house uh, to do kind of our little thing with Thanksgiving. And from there, we ended up eating pizza. So we weren't really focused on doing any cooking. We just ordered out from a really great pizza place uh, here in uh, northern, uh, northern Appleton. Um, and it was it's called Butch's Pizza, which is just a really great pizza place. Mm. And then after that, we ended up going out and seeing because they have a park over by their house. We ended up going to see um, some Christmas lights. Nice. So it was it was kind of fun. A little chilly, but it was it was actually fr- uh, pretty much fun, or pretty fun because uh, they do the they've started doing this after the division or area has started really developing, um, and that park has become more of a actual park rather than what it used to be when I was younger. Uh, it had it had its playgrounds, but then the woods that they hold the lights in has actually been opened up more. Um, where when I was there, it wasn't really so open. Uh, like they didn't have many trails. They did have a trail or a few trails, um, but nothing like what they've turned it into nowadays for people to walk through during like Halloween when they do like a ha- haunted forest or haunted woods or uh, these Christmas lights, things of that nature. So they're doing a lot of more fun activities um, put on through like a community club. Like uh, I don't know if you're familiar, Jared, with the Kiwanis at all. Like oh yeah, the Kiwanis, yeah. Club at all? Oh yeah. yeah, where they have different like divisions and everything. So the Kiwanis Club of that uh, that area put on the light show and everything, or the lights. So we ended up doing that. Um, although it's really sad because it felt like it was really late, but it really wasn't. <laughs> like we were, right? we were out there at like six, seven o'clock at night um, when it <laughs> when it really felt like eight o'clock. So, uh, but that was Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, today, uh, I de- uh, did my outdoor decorations. So I put up my reindeer, my pan- my inflatable panda, um, nice. like a little ho- or uh, Merry Christmas wall de- decoration. Uh, so did that and then ended up putting up some twinkle lights around the living room like uh, we normally like to do. And then finally got the tree up. So um, I'd say I had a pretty productive week so far and or overall um and it's all thanks to time management and being able to be like all right when am i gonna do this so yeah jared how was your week it was all right uh worked obviously short week i was able to get off wednesday i had a few errands to run um and a few appointments to attend to so i had to take off on wednesday and then um also it was prep for thursday as we were hosting a few family members who uh came up from racine and then also my parents who came in from elkhart and it was a good time it was it was chaotic all day thursday thanksgiving but it was a really nice dinner the turkey turned out great both of them i did two 10 pounders and on the grills one was rotisserie and one was just on the grill 
So well, they, they turned out great. And the sides, Natalie made an entire meal for probably about 30 people when there was like 15. So we have a fridge just packed full of leftovers, which is fine. <laughs> leftovers. Fine. Now we know where our next meal is coming from for the next week. So, uh, you know, it's, hey, it's good. There is nothing wrong with leftovers. I wish I had. No. I, mean, I love leftovers, but at the same time, most of my family doesn't do it. So my lo- the oh. leftovers would either sit in, sit in the hot fridge for like a month, which is never a good thing. <laughs> I don't like it. The fact that I've slowly stopped stepping or started stepping away from leftovers. Um, but it's because it takes, it would take some time to actually clean up or do something of the nature to actually put them in the container or whatnot, knowing that I'm going to be the only one eating them. Uh, I need, I do need to get back in the habit of it though, because it's help. It would really help me stop eating more of my food that I could have later on. Or like my little one can eat throughout the day. Like, you know, I could, I could have my leftover food for lunch, uh, where he could have whatever he wants while all the other kids are at school or even the kids could have, um, no, no, that's not true because certain Arts, like elementary schools, they don't have microwaves for the kids to use. No, like middle school and high schools, they start allowing that. But like great elementary school, you're like, nope, you gotta basically have something that you can eat while it's actually fairly cold. Literally bring your cold lunch or have hot lunch from school. So, but okay, I so think you, that's you where did my that. you had family from Elkhart and Racine. Yeah, I think that's where my obsession with cold pizza came from was bringing it to the lunch at school because you couldn't heat it up. And then, but I tried eating cold pizza again as an adult, and it just doesn't it doesn't hit the same. I don't know. I can't. doesn't hit the same. can't do it. No. But anyway, uh, and then Friday and Thursday night was just cleanup of the house and the kitchen and everything else, which took a while. And then Friday we started to take down the fall items. And then we kind of just tackled the outside the rest of the weekend. And I think it was, yeah, we got, we finished it Friday afternoon, right in time for the sun to set. Mm-hmm. We made a home, one Home Depot run, which is rare. We usually do like five. And uh, so the outside is done. Thank goodness. We got a Santa figurine for the front yard this year, not blow up mainly because we've had bad luck with blow-ups. I don't know. I mean, you said you had a blow-up panda. Mm. How, how old is that? Yeah. How old yeah, is your blow-up panda? It's a couple years old, honestly. Oh, yeah? It's okay. like two or three years old. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have not had luck with it's any not... blow-up figurines. Oh, that's, that sucks. I mean, yeah. this year I was struggling a little bit, not, not necessarily to get them up and inflated or anything. It was just getting the strings that hold them down or hold it down in place properly so it's not blowing around because one of my kids he's like looking out the door the screen door and going it's not set up right or it's in an awkward position and all of a sudden i look at it look out the window and go oh he was he was right it's like falling over (laughs) it's like oh god (laughs) it's just because i didn't have the strings tight enough originally when i did set it out or the panda moved in a sense um but eventually I ended up just getting the strings attached properly uh, oh, yeah. or put well, in the right well, spot so it's not doing it. Thankfully, we had an amazing weekend to do this. You oh, know, it rained yeah, here today. Before. I mean, it was for a oh. November, late November in the f- high 40s. I mean, come on. Right? 
I was that sweating was pretty nice putting actually up the on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Saturday was pretty nice. Today or today was a little cold, but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's so then we just kind of there. Yeah, I just kind of decompressed uh the rest of the weekend and uh got the tree up today. I uh, I mainly just kind of stayed at bay with the girls with the interior decorations cuz I'm not into that kind of stuff. She, no. My wife knows exactly where the stuff goes. I don't. <laughs> I can try and fake it and oh yeah, that goes there for sure. No. <laughs> nice. So I think I'll just have to take a bigger uh bigger mental picture this year and then next year I can help. There you go. Hey, nothing nothing wrong with that at all. It's uh, a learning curve essentially. Um I mean, so kind of talking about those lights, right? The interior side. I'm the one that always sets it up. Um and this year I wanted to try something a little different. Uh, where I ended up putting, so we do twinkle, like, Sam always likes to do twinkle lights around the living room. But this time I was like, oh, I have an idea. My parents have get, my parents had given us some lights earlier this year, um, because I think they had gotten their, like, newer lights or something, and they didn't have it. You know, they're like, okay, maybe you can use these. So I took them, and they're, they are normally for, like, outdoor, but I'm like, I don't really have any outdoor out or I don't have any outlets outdoor that oh. are in it close enough to where I would have the lights hang anyways. So right. I was like, okay, now we'll use the new twin. We'll use our new lights that we got from my parents. We'll put them in the living room. Cause I did a, like a blue, white, red light or blue, white, red, white. And then we have like an archway leading into our kitchen where I decided to put like snowflakes around like the arch. So oh, it's like nice. I, wanted to, I wanted to try something different a little bit where the snowflakes are kind of going up and around, you know, in a sense. Um, but then the blue lights and the red lights are all kind of just like one wall, next wall, next wall. So it's pretty cool. Um, I think I like it. Maybe make it. Yeah, it'll probably be permanent, uh, like as an or an annual thing. So, um, but yeah, no, I think today was also kind of decompressing day. This week, the weekend actually has been kind of a way to relax um, and just think about basically nothing. Uh, yeah. As much as de- as much as decorating seems stressful, it's really not. And this is where the time management comes in. Um, and one thing I was looking up, and this is actually something I really want to start considering here, right? As we discuss time management and how critical it can be to uh everyday life all right um taking about an hour of time for special projects all right taking an hour a day or whenever you can whenever you want to set time aside for it right so setting up these decorations may take an hour two hours but guess what you 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 kind of plan for that all right saying all right, right. i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that hour and this is when I'm going to start decorating. So I kind of just did that today as I was looking, you know, looking other things up because time management is very difficult and it can be, it'll be different for everybody. Um, or, you know, ev- not everybody's the same. So you tackle it differently than how you may want to. So if you're able to set like pro- time aside for those special projects, for example, setting up decorations, taking down decorations, you're going to cause a little less stress in your life. And that's kind of what I did today. Um, as much as I know I wanted to get it done this weekend, as it's like the ideal time to do it, um, it's like I didn't really do it Saturday or Friday. 
no big deal. So I did it today. And it didn't really take all too long. I had my kids help. Once I got the, we got a new Christmas tree. So once I got that set up, all uh, fluffed out or whatever, uh, I had the kids put on the ornaments. Because that's something they really enjoy doing. So it's, you know, take some things off my hands where I don't have to worry about setting up ornaments. Now I'll go, I'll probably go back and just organize them a little bit so they're not like all clumped together. Same, Um, yeah. But, you know, they do a pretty good job putting them on the tree and kind of making sure. Because I do, we do remind them, make sure that you're not clumping them together. Try to spread them out around the tree so they don't, so it doesn't look like it's a shit show. <laughs> by any means. So, uh, honestly, take time. Plan for like an hour a day or whatever it is. Let's say you have a special project you want to work on. Maybe it might be the basement or... Um, cleaning a few rooms in the house like i'm talking deep cleaning so you're moving the furniture sweeping and scrubbing and uh dusting whatever it may be and once that hour's up be done with it or if you Hmm. go a little bit over nothing too bad but just don't worry about spending a whole day on it you can and it doesn't even i don't i shouldn't say it has to be special projects it could even be for laundry for crying out loud setting some time aside to do some of just those household chores laundry dishes whatever i think this knowing this tip myself is actually helping me become less stressed uh and i say that because i felt stressed i always felt stressed when i'm like oh great now i gotta do the dishes i'm the only one that ever does the dishes i set time or i kind of be like I've got time to do this. Telling myself I have time to do this rather than be like, I don't have time to do this. I have other things I want to do when all of that other stuff is just really wasted time. <laughs> Me just oh. sitting doing nothing. Um, yeah. Because I want to I want to do things my for myself. And that's kind of where that wasted time comes in. Where I just sit around and do nothing. That's kind of part of my me time. Or trying to spend some time with family. But you know, I got some of these other chores done. Like, I feel really good now that I only have, like, two or three dishes left to do. And that's just from dinner tonight, which isn't a big deal. Not even. Um, it's actually from dessert. <laughs> so, even better, knowing that it's just two, it's like two items from dessert. So, uh, rather than having, like, a whole week's worth of dishes and whatnot. Now, the laundry is a different story. <laughs> too many kids in this house. Too many people in the house throwing their laundry downstairs and not actually doing it day by day where some people have that kind of thing where they do some laundry every single day and fold it, put it away. I let, I've got a bad habit. I got to work on it. I've done it before. I just got away from it. Um, (laughs) So funny story. What is your wash schedule? There is no schedule. (laughs) There is no schedule. (laughs) So you're one of those people that, if I, if somebody's out of something and they got to run to you or like, Oh, normally my wash schedule is Justin. I'm out of la- I'm out of underwear. And I'm like, All it's right. me. It's not anybody else. It's me. I need my under underwear. Um, so it's like, all right, time to actually do laundry. <laughs> but at that point, you know, I, it's not even, the funny thing is, it's like, it's not even, I need to do the laundry. It's like, I have laundry done already. All right. 
but I haven't folded it and put it away. Oh God, I'm so <laughs> bad at folding laundry, dude. There's be there'd be weeks where there's like laundry baskets in our room just full of shit that's not folded. That's exactly my problem too. It's full. <laughs> everything is everything is clean. It's sitting in my basement by my dryer. Yep. <laughs> it's just not yep. getting put away because I'm like, I'll do it later. <laughs> I'm gonna do it later. Oh. I've got more baskets to wait on. Okay, well, I'm out of baskets now, so all my clean laundry, like, I've got a load in the wash that needs to be put in the dryer. I don't have any baskets for the clean laundry that's in the dryer already. (laughs) Yeah, it is so hard to get on a regular schedule with laundry, mainly because I'm super picky as to how I like it done, and I'm also super picky about going through my shit like cycle through it you know instead of washing the same thing each week and wearing it you know i don't know i'm just weird i'm weird no my niece is actually pretty good about um when she does run out of clothes you know if it's a feel bad moment for myself it's like oh great now i gotta i really gotta get laundry done because everybody's probably running low on something um right and so all, all of a sudden my in the morning for like school or whatever for a day it's like my niece will come downstairs grab some lunch or like something to find or she'll find her pants or whatever she's looking for it's like i gotta get back on the laundry really quick here not like i don't stress over it right it's just like it's a realization that it needs to get done (laughs) otherwise there's gonna be nothing and sometimes it's nice when people do pick up the slack around the house too um you know but yeah laundry i think that's like a downfall of us all (laughs) it doesn't matter who you are a, a father a mother a, a, a child if you need to do laundry or that's like your chore it is like just hell freezes over and it's never happening on a regular basis at least i feel i mean maybe maybe that's what it's like for a lot of people nowadays maybe in the old day maybe in like other day de- other family households um it it's different where, like, my mom, again, she was always doing laundry every single day. So, it wasn't, it was never too bad. Or, like, just when clothes really need to be done. So, very manageable. It's just, I think, it's something we don't try to manage as often as we maybe should. Um, or we just go, it's not worth my time. It's just, it feels, to me, it's like time wasted. But it's really not. It's essential. Uh, once you run out of clothes, you're probably trying to pick out dirty clothes again, which is disgusting. Or you're going downstairs to pick out clean clothes from yeah the baskets. And then realize that your shirts are wrinkly because you never put them away properly the first time. <laughs> so Right, right. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of one of those things. Uh, I think figuring out when time is wasted or when a wasted time is essential is key to um or when you should allow for wasted time so i i guess i want to kind of phrase or maybe define what wasted time is wasted time to me is when you're not necessarily using it to do projects or um spending time where you could be productive a pro like appropriate production so, again, doing your projects, knowing that you want to try to get something done, uh, like finishing laundry or doing the dishes. Um, you know, I don't I don't want to receive a lot of hate for this, but sometimes you, when you're hanging out with your ch- 
children or your family, I count that well, I probably won't receive any hate, but just a realization. Hanging out with your family, I would consider productive because you're yes. bon- you're taking that time to bond with them. Um, now, granted, sometimes you go, if you sit there and just watch a movie for five hours or a couple movies and time's passed, I don't see any production. All of a sudden, I see it becoming a lazy day, which never a bad thing. You do need time to decompress from whatever you were doing that or stress around you as you stress out. It causes problems for yourself. You don't want to do anything. You become demotivated, maybe um, depressed in a, in a sense. No, maybe not too much of a depression, but it feels like some, you know the weight of the world is just bearing down on you. And that's a bad feeling. And that's why we're here again. We, we You're not alone. <laughs> We've been there. Yeah. Jared and I have been there. We feel it. I feel it day to day. Like I said, laundry and dishes have been a stressor. And it's because I haven't necessarily taken the appropriate angle or direction thinking, again, I am the only one that does it, but I don't think about it. It's like, I have time to do it. It's like, I don't have time to do it. I'm trying to do other things on top of that. But if I just relax, take a breath and go, here you go. This is time management. Hmm. You can get through it. Don't worry. What about you, Jared? I know I've been taking the floor on this a little bit and kind of repeating a little bit about time management. And I think huge thing was the dishes and whatnot, but or setting setting some special time is really required. What are your thoughts? No, yeah, I mean, I we have in our household days. It's mainly just Saturdays or Sunday mornings where we take that time to do household projects. Uh, and when I say projects, I mean chores, laundry, mopping, sweeping, Mm -hmm. you name it, dishes, whatever. But that seems, I want to get away from that as much as possible because, and I think my wife does too. It, then it becomes Saturday's dreaded day where you're doing chores all day and it's just it's not anything to look forward to and it does get you down it it feels so stressful and like so weighed upon you when you have a house a dirty house come saturday morning and you know what you're going to do that saturday and heaven forbid you should have plans because it never gets done then then you have to have time right. to do it throughout the week and then you're battling your your work uh stresses your family stresses on top of your massive dirty house so that that's kind of the mm-hmm. plan we got going on now, but I need to get better with with what you just suggested with taking an hour or just taking time to get chores done every day instead of waiting until Saturday. And I know it's it's not fair to my wife to have her constantly do dishes when she wants to just sit down or she wants to do something else, but uh, you know, the, the there's a sink, sorry, counter full of dirty dishes that need to get done. Um, and I'm more yeah. than capable of doing it. But a lot of the times in the past, I just didn't feel like I wanted to and I just needed to sit down because I just needed some time. Well, so does she. So it's all about empathy, my friends. All about empathy. Mm, How would you want it is... to be done if you were in her shoes? So... Uh, and you know, you she gets mad at me for loading the, our shoes. 
Right, right. And she gets mad at me sometimes for loading the dishwasher incorrectly, quote-unquote. But uh, the dishes still get washed anyway. So, same with laundry. You're saying there's an the clothes way. will get clean no matter how they get done. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. be careful, though, because... Because why? Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. No, I was just saying. I mean, if you're doing if you're doing laundry, right? Sometimes they they have a specific way they want to do it. I have clothing that needs to be washed a specific way, so I very carefully. I mean, it's one of those things. I have a I also have a specific way I like to fold my laundry, and all of a sudden, you know, Sam will Sam will do it one way, or I've got my niece who will help who will assist with laundry. She'll ask if she can do a, a, a basket of clothes, like fold a basket of clothes. It's like, you don't have to ask. You can do it. It's not like I'm going to say no. <laughs> I'd be happy um, if you just did it. Yeah, I exactly. would probably jump for joy. <laughs> I, I do jump for joy when she asks me to help, when she asks to help fold laundry. I know it's more or less she's doing it because she's probably out of laundry or clothes herself, um, or she's bored. It's one of those. Um but this is one of those things where I have a specific way I like to fold the clothes. All of a sudden, Sam starts folding the clothes. I'm not getting mad at her by any means. But when it comes to my underwear, she folds it one way, I fold it a different way. <laughs> it's, it's just, just those little – yeah, it's just the it, little things, those, you know. It, it, it's not like a, oh, my gosh, stop folding the clothes, please. It's just you go – you pull it out and go, I know who folded <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't me. <laughs> so, no. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think trying to – that's a great idea. S- trying to get people to do responsibility or set up things. And actually, I want to s- turn or drive this in a different direction a little bit here with time management. Um, tips for management or <laughs> – essentially, I've got – I found – I was – I want I want people to understand uh, there are different ways – for parents to manage their time all right and <clears throat> I've, I've got a list of tips here uh they are not from me personally i've i just looked them up here um and i want to make sure people understand these there are, there are 10 different tips you don't have to use them all by any means uh maybe kind of you can prioritize them which is actually funny because number one tip is know your hierarchy of importance or know what is your priority. Okay. So you need to decide what is most important to you in life. Uh, value of your obligations or order uh, through, through yourself. Okay. So, because <clears throat> people are always busy, right? If you got kids, you got to figure out how to prioritize your needs with their needs and uh, yes. whatnot. Do not be especially this, with newborns. Oh my gosh! Well, newborns is one thing. Okay, you can't necessarily say no to them because they do right. need the attention in in regards to what they're going through. But don't be afraid to ever say no because you when you keep saying yes, 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 yes to everything, you're getting bogged down. And it's never it's never a fun thing, okay? Uh, maybe that's where a lot of the stress comes in. Is you keep saying yes to every little thing a child wants to do. Daddy, will you play video games with me? Will you play this? Yes. All of a sudden, you're still trying to do something else, but then you got to try to figure out how to make time 
again, it's all about prioritizing. Being able to say no does go into step or tip number two here. Uh, don't do too much for your kids. It's a two. It's kind of like a double double edged sword here. When I say don't do too much for your kids, um, we always are trying to please our kids, right? A happy kid makes for easier time on ourselves. Mm, yeah. Because you don't have them nagging in your ear, right? So they're not always going at it or anything of that nature. Um, I think I have a great example of this. Um, and it's not necessarily doing it every single time either. Because my oldest, our oldest child, we, he's been in soccer. He's been in karate. He's done track. He wants to do wrestling. He's done, I'm trying to think of another sport that he's doing. You want to talk about someone who needs time management, it's him. Uh, no, but see, we always think it's a good thing, right? You want the kid to try different things so they know what they can like. But at the same time, you keep doing all this, like all these extracurricular activities, but you don't have time for yourself all of a sudden. You lose the time for yourself. Uh, so everybody's going different directions all the time, and you're never going to have anything to do with it. It's actually being able to bond as a family. Um, right. If I you, agree. If you, I mean, and that's, and that's only if you're really, like, oriented or value the family, and want your children to develop those types of strong bonds, um, or understand that those bonds are very important as well. So, y- you can do it. It's not a big deal. I mean, heck, if he, if they're an only child, why not? But sometimes you got to remember that if you're not, if they're not an only child you got to let other kids try something else too because I could take, I've done this before too. Um, One kid was in soccer. One kid was in karate. It's very difficult to be in two places at once on the same day. And when the events happen at the same time, you definitely can't do it. (laughs) So it, it was always, it was always a struggle. I mean, I made it work out, but it was because I, you know, I had other, or uh, family members that were willing to do things like uh, one gram or a grandma would go sit with one of them and then I would go do the or watch the other kid play or do things like that so yeah, yeah. just organize your activities uh, if you do fam have that very strong family value or value of family and want to show that don't give your kids too much um here and this is a great one all right number tip number three the organ keep your home organized as we were talking about before the whole time management with chores or creating those special projects preaching to the choir almost it feels like you're preaching to the choir at this time at this point when i say keep your home organized (laughs) use i mean maybe set a schedule right i have we yeah so my wife and i we have we have set a schedule or we have like chart boards for our kids oh yeah okay now the the problem is they've kind of we've kind of been lack or slacked on making sure they do it you know the one thing the kids need to understand though is us as parents shouldn't always have to tell them to do their chores it should be a routine thing for them to do just kind of like doing homework, right? Uh, 
try to get them into a comfortable routine or a routine where that they know that they do this, then they can be rewarded by playing or doing something that's not um, school related or chore related, right? You know, right. They, but they there's that always that saying, uh, before you play, you've got to work, right, or whatever work before you play. Um, so, sorry if I slaughtered that. Uh, but yeah, it's you know. You must work before you play. Get that done. By all means, you can play before dinner. And once you're done eating dinner, go back to playing. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're you're being rewarded now for your work, essentially. So, and I mean, you don't necessarily have to have. They don't have to. I would say they don't have to necessarily complete all their chores, because if you have them do like a big heavy list, which is never ideal, but more or less something that actually is good for them to start getting into so um example i have one of our kids does our hedgehog cages oh excuse me he'll do the hedgehog cage uh we've got one one child that'll do um feed the dogs water and water the dogs so fill up their bowls and fill up their uh, their dog bowls and or food bowls and water bowls as well um and then we have another kid that He's responsible for cleaning the table, like their dinner table. Pretty easy. Nothing too hard, like mop and or sweep and mop the floors every single day, or dust the house. It's nothing too tedious. Yeah. Should I say? Um, and then we do also have like weekly chores, so it's like once you know, just do it once a week, like clean the toilet. Clean the toilet, scrub the toilet down, you know, inside and outside. Uh, do the mirror, clean up the dog poop from the backyard. Granted, I still think that dog poop should be done on a daily basis or every couple days. But that's just me. You know, I let my wife set those boundaries of once a week or whatever. So I'm not going to complain as long as it gets done. <laughs> um, yeah. Step number three. I mean, I mean, you want to you want to cover some of the. Uh, organized home there's chores that kind of briefly talked about we tried it with our stepson as far as trying to get into a schedule as chores um i don't know if there's any other parents out there does your kid just not try hard enough to get it done properly like i don't think there was a big enough effort to care about getting it done properly and an appreciation for a clean house I don't think that was present, but you, you let me know, uh, you know, our kids are still young right now. Our stepson has moved out, but our daughters are too young to be doing chores at this point. She loves helping cooking and dishes, and she even wanted to help me clean the bathrooms over the weekend, uh, but I kind of put a, a stop to that, because I, yeah, well, I, I had no, bleach, I have don't. bleach. Okay, that's a different story. Yeah, I have bleach toilet bowl cleaner, and I don't want her messing with that. So, see, okay, I won't argue. I won't argue against that. That's very dangerous if they if they start playing with those types of products or chemicals. You don't want that. But if she right. wants to help, I would say by all means, let her help. Right. So, yeah. cooking, that's a great chore for them to get into, or call it a chore. Oh so, yeah. Do you want to help Dad cook? Yeah. Okay. Come on. It's something they'll start doing and get used to. Like you said, routine. And you. You actually bring up a very good tip here that a lot of people, and this kind of just falls 
hand in hand, honestly. Okay. Let go of perfect. Stop trying to be a perfectionist. Their choice don't have to be. And I'm actually very bad about it in a way with the uh, a really good example here is a hedgehog cage um is one of your hedgehogs sure named sonic no they're not it's oh, hide and chancy hide and chancy when we when we first got our hedgehogs uh it was jackie and hide like hide and jekyll yeah um but then Jackie had ended up passing away, and we got another one and named her Chansey because because our kids wanted to name her after a Pokemon. So we let it happen. <laughs> no big deal. But the hedgehog cage cleaning, uh, you know, I'm not expecting it to ever be perfect, but it needs to be done in a suitable manner. Meaning you want to make sure that there's no poop on any of the items they use. Their food and water right. is filled. Their houses are still some, you know clean not necessarily them having to walk around in poop all day or at night or whatever because they are nocturnal animals so you know it doesn't have to be like everything spotless right but you still want it to be clean where you don't see poop when you yeah. walk in and look at the cage and go oh my gosh you know that's dry poop from a day ago or something of that nature um so don't ever have to be perfect Unless it's something, I'd say if it's something very simple, like wiping a table off, you shouldn't see any more stains on a table or crumbs on a table. Not saying you have to take it and be like, look at the table as I turn my head and try to look at a horizontal, you know, picture a horizontal here, okay, where you're looking at it from a horizontal view where it's eye yeah, level. you got to look at it from all angles. Yeah, look at it from all angles. So, um, but yeah, no, it's don't be perfect. Nothing has to be perfect, and I think that will help release some of your stress if you ever just remember. Yes, there is a thing as perfect, but it's always unattainable. I'd have to say. No, true. Yes. So, if you str- if you stress to be perfect, you're gonna be hell. It's gonna be hell. Uh, I actually, you know, think about it this way too. Uh, if anybody's familiar with Bad Mom's Christmas, <laughs> oh lord, things ha- things had to be perfect, right? With one of the moms, or she was always trying to be the best she could be um, because of things that happened in her childhood, not being right. good enough apparently for her mom. Um, but yeah, uh, so unfortunately, I feel like some of these tips that we're kind of using like keep an organized home uh falls hand in hand with another one here tip number five delegate so like delegating your chores or delegating what people can do um if you have if you have an organized home you're probably gonna have some chores for the kids to do or you're gonna have chores for yourself uh kind of like number six as well okay routines are a must so kids getting in a routine of doing their chores on a daily basis is a must huge and it's again to the whole point that i made earlier you should not have to tell your children to do their chores every single day they should just know how to do it and that's called getting into a routine what are your thoughts here so far i think those are great you are know these routine anything you are taking away 
yeah, uh, you know, prioritize is definitely one I need to work on. What is the most important thing you need to accomplish that day or that afternoon if you want to break it up into sections? Uh, definitely, you know, the not being super picky on perfection either. Uh, but the routine is something that I've been trying to work on as an adult and a dad for the last, I don't know, two years since I've been uh, working from home part-time. Is just building that routine and getting used to it because your body will thank you eventually. Um, and then, you know, you don't want to be going to bed at 11 o'clock and then 9 o'clock and then 10 o'clock, you know. Keep a routine, guys. That's all I'm saying. Just keep a routine. Maybe keep the same time you eat every day. Then your kids will do the same. Follow in your footsteps. Okay. That's what I got. Hey, no, I like it. No. Sticking stick to those guns, honestly. Um, and I do, I do like it. Routines are essential to life. Uh, if you feel rushed every morning, then you need to get everyone to bed earlier and get up earlier until you find the time that works best. I, this is kind of finding that right. routine, right? Um, and just kind of taking it where sometimes I do feel rushed in the morning. Or back in college. Holy moly, was this terrible in college. I would wake up and feel like I'm rushing to get yeah to my class. Even though I, like, I lived in an apartment, which wasn't bad. I had modes of transportation you know walking or uh, my favorite thing to do was longboarding after i met some people (laughs) and longboarded um but it's like even at that point i felt like i was rushing for some reason because i had to get to class at like eight o'clock in the morning or whatever and maybe i stay or you know woke up at six but for some reason didn't do anything and then all of a sudden i felt like i was rushing or maybe waiting on somebody else which then I felt rushed, um, which leads to urgency. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Making> right. <laughs> so uh, tip number seven, I don't I'm actually kind of against this one because this kind of throws tip number one out the window at the at some point. Uh, work as though everything was urgent. No, I don't like that. I don't so, like it. I mean, what what what's written down here is this one is the best way. This is one of the best ways that I get things done in our home. I don't complete tasks slowly. Once I once I set out, get something done, it's done as though it needed to be done yesterday. Th- no. Like I said, though, I feel like this throws tip number one out the window, though, of prioritizing things in life. If you're gonna right, if you're gonna treat everything as urgent, you're not. It's there's no priority then. Not to mention the stress it'll put on you if you think everything's a freaking urgent situation. Oh, laundry. It's urgent. Right. Oh, Got to cook dinner. That's urgent. Got to get that done. Yeah, it's. You can't be thinking about laundry at four o'clock on a weekday. You got to be thinking about dinner. You, that, that's where that thing. That's where that rule yeah. falls is you can't have your laundry. a pri- uh, Not a priority because that's not what they're saying. An urgent matter when your kids are starving, sitting at the table, banging their forks and spoons. I want yeah. dinner. I mean, do you have. Do you have them at the table at four o'clock though? I mean, no, usually that's just... about the time I, I, I get your, I get the example though. I'm just thinking that's yeah. about, that's usually about the time where I start thinking about dinner. I'm still working. I, I, that's, I work till four 30, but I'm still working. I'm like, okay, 
honestly, my day is practically done at four. I'm not, I'll still make calls or do my job. But at the same time, I'm starting to think about what I want to cook for dinner or what I'm, right. what we're going to have for dinner. Maybe, and you know, the problem is maybe that's too late in the day. But uh, I, Well, it depends on what options you have to make that said dinner. That's true. It, or it depends on what you have pulled. I mean, I try to pull things so we have different options available. Like we have chicken and hamburger meat sitting in our fridge right now. That's all thawed out. So there's nothing major there. But it's now what do what do I want to have? Like tonight we had buffalo chicken or buffalo mac and cheese. Excellent. Love it. You know, I was okay making it. Had plenty of time. Not like it takes long anyways. But tomorrow I'm going to be sitting here. I don't know what to make. I've got chicken. I've got hamburger. I've got tortellini. Uh, I could do noodles and whatnot. Um, oh, but yeah, I love tortellini. I mean, mm, tortellini with white sauce. Alfredo sauce, actually. Ugh. Garlic the Alfredo. Oh, it's like amazing. Um, so, <laughs> speaking of meals, gourmet meals are taking a break. That's tip number eight. Gourmet meals are taking a break? Yeah. So here, here's, here's this. Uh, you know how we talked about how you sit down as a family for mealtime, like dinner time and everything? Uh, oh, yeah. So this is kind of talking about this where we look – I don't know if you ever want to do this or anything, but uh, from this page that I found, it talks about how they found different recipes they wanted to try. They took time, shopped for the special ingredients, uh, and made each dinner special and enjoyable. Uh now, granted, things have changed because they have children. Uh, I mean, you. I mean, if you wanted to do this, this is by far, you know, for parents or not even parents yet, uh, but looking to be parents. But you can always find those times. Uh, now, granted, kids probably don't care about the gourmet or how, you know, exquisite you make it or how, for example, my dad will do the three-course meals on special occasions like New Year's, uh, things like that. Um but you can still, and it may be considered a waste of time at that point, but don't let it be considered that because that's going to be a way to get away from everything else that's going on. Uh, We've always had our dinner time as a family set aside with no screens, uh, no TV. I mean, you had brought up that you had watched TV and ate dinner with your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you know, that might not be every night. I mean, we have done that, but it's we have our dinner time as a bonding time, a time to talk, talk about your day. Uh, so, yeah, like I, I like that rule. I do, too. And it, I, I think it's a great rule because <clears throat> bonding time is very critical and always will be. Uh, if you haven't heard that, please revisit or go back to our uh, previous episode. Uh, where we do talk about family activities and how it's meant to be as a good bonding. Um, but no, uh, the whole taking a break for, with the or gourmet meals, you never don't sacrifice quality just because you have kids. <laughs> yeah, don't sacrifice right, quality no. or, fresh, no. or freshness either. Uh, you can still make a meal very important regardless of what it's going to be. Um, but how you do it as well, right? So sitting down with the family at the dinner table no tv no you know maybe just have some music on or something like that that's fine um learning about the people's day bonding perfect got it you're good golden um yeah (laughs) 
that's you know i think that's to be said so just don't just because you do gourmet meals with each other before you have shit kids doesn't mean you have to necessarily sacrifice it so. no i mean i don't know because you got to get out the definition for gourmet too everybody has their own definition uh, having those special types of meals that you're looking for i mean I actually almost want to call my uh, one of my gourmet meals here my buffalo mac and cheese. Most of my children love it. I'll I would consider that eat. your gourmet meal. Yeah, it takes yeah. me some time to cook it, and it's not like I'm throwing like I've got three different things I have to cook. I've got noodles, I've got chicken, and I've got to make a sauce, a buffalo cheesy sauce. To me, that's pretty much gourmet because I have yeah. to, I have different ingredients that are playing a factor and I've got to make sure that they still are meeting somewhat of a great quality rather than just like one being burnt to a crisp or whatever, or losing all its juiciness um, or not being cooked long enough or being overcooked. I mean, granted everything could be overcooked and they become disgusting, but like (laughs) noodles, for example, they're still hard if they're undercooked, but then they're way too softer. They've taken in too much water if they're overcooked at that point and they just look expanded and mushy. Yeah. So, it's it's a trick, definitely learning how to organ or spend time on each item or the combination of the menu. Uh, you know, one thing I wouldn't call gourmet though is mac and cheese, unless you're doing homemade mac and cheese. So, if you're doing craft mac and cheese, that's not gourmet. <laughs> but if nope. you're doing like Nothing. homemade mac and cheese, I might call it that. Yeah, yeah. Nothing out of the box, out of the can, yeah. or freezer. That's slap in the microwave, press a number two, and then you're done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, nope, never, never, ever. Um, all right. Tip number nine. I kind of talked about this earlier in the episode here, or earlier, but uh, be honest in about time waste. So making sure you're not wasting time. Uh, something here I want to talk about is Learn to take advantage of waiting time. So if you're kind of sitting around, uh, you know, let's say this is this is difficult for me because I'm still working and my kids are getting out of school. Um, But if you're sitting around waiting to pick them up, for example, I don't know why. (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing during that time while you're waiting for them to get out of school? Or how do you spend that time where you just might be sitting there doing nothing? Um, or I guess kind of the tip that they're providing here is make sure you have a plan for how to wisely use that time so it's not wasted and then at 10 p.m. when you're laying in bed you remember several emails you forgot to respond to and you could have done so while you were waiting to pick up your kids right so I mean if if you have that type of connection with work where all your emails are being forwarded to your phone or you have your work email on your phone you could be looking at those emails and maybe replying to some of those. Granted, that's if you have all the access you need to do or be like, okay, I need to do, maybe start creating a list of what you need to do when you get back. And if you are returning to the office or so after you pick up the kids, like for example, if you are working from home, you look at this email that you just got and be like, okay, I need to tackle that once I get home. Prioritize that email as something you need to do right away. Um, You know, or... Um, I mean, look at this nowadays. Parents that are in this era 
are really bad at being on their phones and social media. I'm I'm just as bad. I am one of those parents scrolling through social media. That's kind of wasting my time. It's not like I'm doing anything well with it, right? Yeah. I'm trying to see oh, what's Jared doing today. What has Jared done today? Is that really a waste? Is that really good use of my time? No. No. You don't need to know what I'm doing. Looking today. at other people's comments <laughs> throughout the day. Yeah. See exactly. But um, that's that's the way to look at it. Don't waste your time. You could plan things out. Uh, and I think kind of what you bring to point to, Jared, about the technology or turning off TV while you're having dinner, limiting um, the amount of time that people may have access to technology or some sort of like electronics or media, things like that. I don't necessarily set that up. Just haven't done that with the kids. It's, I wouldn't say it's hard. It's just... It's hard. It's hard when I'm working from home, but I have a little one that needs to... I don't necessarily put all my attention onto him throughout the day uh, because that's not necessarily as much as I can get away with it. I can't be spending three hours upstairs with him while I'm still on the clock. It just wouldn't look good. I'd probably lose my job for it. But going upstairs and checking on him every now and then, like for five minutes, stepping away for... 10 minutes, whatever, that's fine. You know, changing my staff. You know, I guess, and here's the last thing, too. I don't know I don't know how good you're at doing this, Jared. And we actually do have this a little bit. Calendar. Or a thing of to-dos. A to-do list, is it? Do you have, like, a monthly calendar? Yeah, but we only put birthdays and uh, family events. We don't ever do, like, chores or anything. No, see that, you know, I mean, if you have a chore chart, that's one thing. But if you have like a calendar of like, you know, those birthday things, um, maybe if you have a specific day, you like to go shopping, right? How, how often do you have, I mean, cause we actually have a, we have a calendar, a mo- we have it set up as a monthly calendar and you can, it doesn't have to necessarily be a monthly calendar. You can have a daily calendar or what you got to do today. My wife, she loves having this monthly calendar because of her work schedule she'll actually have a a month she gets a her month-long schedule um so we use it we use the calendar mostly for that so i can understand of what's going on um but we also put up like our doctor appointments or like the kids appointments kids activities like a choir concert that may be coming up or their school play or whatever it may be or uh, again those extracurricular activities that are coming up right um that way we're able to plan around those or be like okay well i can't work that day or i have to get out early or i have to go in late um so i mean it's just one thing it's it's one thing to think about it's not saying you have to do it by any means never telling anybody to do it but it's a good tip having that type of calendar or something to do um because guess what today you may have a to-do list that's small but while you're out and about doing something like that you're let's say you are shopping all of a sudden something comes up in your head you're like oh i need to do that you should probably write it down yeah i mean i'm based off based off what this tip is saying you should write it down so that way because it's your list is just going to keep growing and then if you don't have it written down you're probably going to forget and then eventually you're going to be like what was it i needed to do but you don't remember because you didn't write it down at all um, so now it's never going to get done, right? So you don't have to necessarily make it urgent, 
but if you are one who says I have to do this then maybe you change your priority a little bit and may and get it done so um, you know I think Jared I think some of these tips as you said you were trying to work on time management I know these tips definitely helped me out a, a bit here um, and I definitely want to walk I one thing I want to walk away with or I'm going to walk away with here is trying to get my kids into a routine and not like try try to make sure they are getting in a routine again, getting them back on track for their chores, and knowing that I don't have to tell them to do it. That's kind of the routine I want to get them into. Um, but also, the biggest one, uh, letting go of perfect. That way I'm not riding my kids' butts on when their chores are done and be like, do it again, it's not done right. Not saying I want them to half-ass their jobs by any means, but I want to make sure it gets done. So what what are some things you're taking away here? It uh, letting go on perfection like you said. Yeah, letting go on perfection like you said. And then also uh, prioritization. And I'm really going to stick to your, you know, just one hour a day doing something off of your, like, chores list or project list. Uh, you know, and if it takes more than an hour, well, then you're just going to have to. Uh, what would you suggest? Would I, would I just schedule that hour that extra time some other day or you know let's say i have a big project on a saturday that takes about two and a half hours to three hours would you suggest i break it up or do it all in one yeah i mean it doesn't necessarily i guess an hour is just kind of the idea okay okay but if it if it is a lot you know a little bit longer of a project for example you might be working on a basement and you know it's not you know an hour is not going to be good enough because all of a sudden you could be doing something for one hour like you only put one baseboard in and that took you an entire hour well guess what you didn't really get much done in a productive stance you got one thing done right so when you think of it that way if it's a bigger project for example rebuilding or reconstructing something like a basement you can say three hours, but don't make it an entire day's worth where you have other okay. things to do. So now, and you did bring up a great question uh, because, it, you know, saying one hour, like I said, all of a sudden you spend one, doing one thing for an hour, like trying to figure out the best angle for the board, remeasuring and things like that. And you just do that for one hour. And then you have nothing. Then you've got other boards to do, but you know, it took you forever to do the first one. No. That you can do three hours. But, like, if you know the project's smaller, maybe set it up for an hour. But don't make your project the full eight-hour day, for example. Okay. Yeah. Um, or take up all day. Because you still, let's be honest, you probably want to take a break, and you still have other things to do. Correct. So, and there, you know, there's there's another tip here, right? work-related in a sense or just in general okay um but you know before we move on uh because we've taken up a lot of time uh but all these tips are very critical i think and can be very beneficial to a lot of people um last kind of thing i want to talk about here and maybe jared will touch on it too um taking taking breaks uh, I was reading somewhere that if you look at it in an hour time block, okay, 
maybe spend 25 minutes doing this or doing something, taking five minutes to step back, do it again, take another five minute break or whatever. And then once you hit a certain mark, like the hour mark or whatever it is, take a half hour or it was something or no, take 10 minutes. So it's like 20 minutes here, five minutes. Or no, break your break your hour down into 20 minutes. Um, so you have five, like five 20 minute periods, right? Do something for right. 20, put five in, do something for 20, take five. Once it hits the hour mark, take a 10 minute break. Something on something on those lines. And it's going to help you remain productive. And this is actually, I say this is more work related because if you are like me who works from home on the phones all day long, you're going to notice maybe a productivity uh, decrease or where you start slacking on your job in a sense. Um, not like I'm trying to, but knowing that I've just been sitting at my desk for an hour or 15 minutes and doing something over and over again. Whereas if I were to do something for maybe 20 minutes, take five minutes, just walk away, not think about what just happened in those 20 minutes, come back, feel a little refreshed and do it again. I'm actually going to try to start doing that. I don't know. And this can be done if you're in the office too. It doesn't have to be you're at home per se. Um, just, I mean, I'm not saying you have to necessarily get up from your desk in the office and walk away. You could maybe do something else like start coloring a little bit. I don't know what's all accepted at, at your jobs or careers, um, but just trying to get those refresh or get a refresh in your head. Um, a mental refresh is really what I would say. Yeah. Because if you're not taking time to mentally refresh, you're going to burn out faster than what you probably anticipated so yeah that's the you know the last thing i want to talk about there in regards to just overall time management um and i hope i know this pod i know this episode has taken a different turn um by going into the tips but i think that was a better way to approach it overall because if we take tips rather than just talking about some of these things uh, from our personal experience, you have a better idea of what you can do versus using just our experiences. Right. And what we've done. Because, again, we're not necessarily, we're not professionals by any means. Um, so I think just bringing a light to what could be more important. You don't have, again, you don't have to take the 10 tips I shared and use them all. Uh, maybe just incorporate one to your life. Um and that'll probably help with your time management skills uh, once you start prioritizing or figuring out how you want to approach it. Uh, do that by all means. Um, all right. So time management, critical tips. There's going to be something in the chat or at the end of the episode, uh, like comments you can leave. Or once you see it, you can always talk about it. Uh, let's get to the fun stuff. Um, a little less serious. What do you think? You ready for some jokes? Some daddy yes. jokes? Yes. All right. Lego. I mean, maybe it, it was a spe it's a special weekend we're coming back from. So let's. Uh, I'm gonna hit you up with a couple or a few of them here tonight. Here. So this one is in regards to Thanksgiving. 
Uh, if your great-grandmother saw me making mashed potatoes out of a box, she would turn over in her gravy. Oh, that was a groaner. Ha <laughs> 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 Gravy. That's, in, you know, that's all do the Thanksgiving there. Um, let's see here. You know, talking about Saturday and how it was kind of warmer. Let's talk about how it's getting colder now. I enjoy cold weather, but only to a certain degree. <laughs> yeah. Certain degree. That one, you know, that one has some... He thought about it a little some bit. Some thinking on it, for sure. Yep. Yep, just some thinking. All right. That one turned one up the heat. <laughs> Go to the kitchen. <laughs> All right. Uh, God. I'm torn. You know what? Screw it. I've got two more. I wore my noise-canceling headphones to dinner the other night. I thought my partner would be mad, but I didn't hear any complaints. Oh, yeah, that that's good. <laughs> Careful, that's not something you necessarily want to always share with your partner. <laughs> no. All right. And the last one here for your... For your listening ears, everybody, what do you call a cow that just had babies? What? Decaffeinated. Oh, <laughs> that's great. I like that it's one. It's a coffee pun for y'all. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love those coffee way. puns. All right. So, hey, hopefully you all enjoyed those dad jokes. I mean, sounds like Jared's always getting a kick out of them, except for that first one. That was a groaner. But... You know, mashed potatoes mm-hmm. out of a box. Great grandmother's turning over in her gravy. Yeah, that's a that's a turner. That's a real page turner. Maybe a bone turner too, but you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, as usual, thank you, Jared, for being my amazing host, <laughs> being my partner constant in crime, constant co-host, partner yes. in crime, Mike. My constant co-host, partner in crime, whatever you want to call yourself, title yourself. You know, thank you again, everybody. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Anchor FM, uh, and some news here as well. Um, we are working on more social media. So we're working on, I mean, besides our email that we have, leashdads14 at gmail.com. Send us comments, concerns, you know, remarks, whatever you want to do. Uh, we will have... We are working on getting a Facebook page. We'll have a Twitter page up eventually as well, an Instagram, and hell, we might even have some pictures of us doing some random shit. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it's all going to be towards leash dads and whatnot. Um, so that's all works in progress here. But thank you again for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Jared, as always. <laughs>